Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I'm your host, Brian Convery, and my guest today is Julie Tran. Julie is a student at the Schulich School of Business, York University, studying for her Bachelor of Business Administration and Management, graduating next month. She has specialized in accounting and operations management information systems and will be commencing her Master of Accounting at Schulich this May in pursuit of her CPA designation. Julie has interned at RBC in summer 2020 as a business analyst in the retail branch technology team and became an RBC student ambassador back on campus for fall 2020. Julie, welcome to the show. Hi, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be a part of this. Me too. Me too. So let's let's get it going and um, we'll start with those fun rapid fire questions first, just so the audience gets to know a little bit more about Julie, a little bit more about what what makes you tick and uh, then we'll go from there so what is your favorite most used emoji i would say my favorite most used emoji would be the one with the puppy eyes um because first of all i think it's super cute and i also think it's like a synonym for the word please and i think it helps me convince people when i ask for, for favors <laughs> the puppy eyes okay yes. awesome awesome how about food so you know if you had to i know this is a tough one if you had to pick one food for the rest of your life that you could eat, what would it be? I know this, this is a tough question for other people, but I honestly don't think it's a tough question for me. And I hope this doesn't sound like a cop-out and a really basic answer, but it would honestly be pizza. Um, I'm really yeah. shameful to say that I have had days, and um, this, yeah, this is not a proud accomplishment of mine, but I've had <laughs> days where I had three meals in a row where I eat pizza. And yeah. you know, like for the, those big events, like corporate events or any school events with a lot of people, and you know how they always have pizza? And people yeah. would complain and be like, they get, they get tired of pizza. Like that thought has never crossed my mind. And I still get excited about it every time I hear it. Isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. Like pizza's, pizza's good food. I love pizza. And you can mix it up with different toppings and stuff. Even right. if you have it. Right? Exactly. It's not even just the toppings. Like you can get Chicago deep dish. You can get Detroit pizza. Like it tastes different, you know? Yeah, you're totally, totally right with that. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big pizza fan too. Um, I love pizza. If you, oh, okay. So then also if you, uh, what's your favorite way to spend a day off? I like to do arts and crafts. I've been really into bullet journaling and embroidery lately because uh, I find it really therapeutic. Wait, hold on. What's bullet journey, journaling? So like, it's like an actual book. So um, instead of like lines, you will see like dots. It's kind of like a grid paper, but instead of grids, like the lines are replaced by dots in the corners. So okay. it's like easier for you to do calligraphy. It's easier for you to do drawings because, um, like it's the the proportion is there and the ratio is there. So you can get wow. really creative with it. Yeah. Oh, I learned something new. I haven't heard of that. That's that sounds pretty cool. Um, do you hit the snooze button or wake up immediately? 100% wake up immediately. I honestly think I had a talent back in high school because in high school, I never set an alarm. I, my body would just wake up when I needed to wake up. I obviously don't do that anymore now because in university you get a lot more responsibilities and I cannot risk not missing an event. Um, but I think the habit carried on because I never let my alarm ring for more than 10 seconds. Like I actually hate the sound of my alarm. So I try to get up before it rings. Beat, beat the clock, so to speak, right? <laughs> yes, I have PTSD from my phone alarms. Like I hate the sound of it. Yeah, it it's rough, you know, when you wake up to that noise. It's not, not always so peaceful. Um, right. So this one too is my, the last rapid fire question that I'd love to ask and very variety of answers I've heard over the last few podcasts, <laughs> but what, if you had to pick a, 
a favorite word, what would it be? I think you can probably guess by how passionate I was talking about food, but it would be food because I'm always hungry. And I think it's one of the few words that where there's like no negative connotations about it whatsoever. Like when you hear that word, I think everyone gets instant joy. Yeah, you're, no, you're right. Everyone gets happy around the word food. Yeah, like when you hear food, especially free food, <laughs> I think everyone gets super excited. Yeah. There you go. That's awesome. Well, thank you for that. And um, so as you're we talking, you know, before we started the podcast and uh, your journey and some of the experiences you've had, you know, we're starting to get a um, variety of different followers and listeners from high school, thinking about going off to university or college, as well as you know, your peers or, you know, even students thinking about making that transition to their first job um, is, you know, could you maybe talk a little bit about your overall journey transitions and some of the things you learned along the way? Yeah, of course. So as you speak about like moving on to high school or even starting your first job, something that I realized that I've evolved over the years during my school was building the confidence to partake in these experiences. Um, it took me a lot to be able to um, build the confidence to be a part of what I'm a part of right now. Like, for example, in university, I'm currently in my school's DECA team. Um, I've been a part of it for three years now, two of those years where I've been an executive. I've interned at places like Beloit and obviously RBC last summer. And even in high school, I was in a lot of extracurriculars too. And I found that they were the most memorable parts of my school career. And I recommend that to anyone because you really do remember it for a long time and it really does help you grow. Um, but it wasn't always like this. I used to be super insecure. I used to doubt myself a lot and would avoid these experiences because I didn't want to try anything new. I, I think it had a lot to do with my upbringing. Um, I'm actually a first generation Canadian in my family. So my parents came from Vietnam and obviously moving from one country to another, it's already a really big change. So obviously when they settled in Canada, I think they wanted to minimize as much change as possible and really try to instill that stability value in me. Um, they wanted me to study really hard and be in a really safe career route, but follow like a really uh, regular routine just to minimize that risk. And I grew up like that. And while I do think stability is really important, um, I found myself not changing a lot because I wasn't taking new risks. I wasn't embracing change. There's nothing for me to grow from if you're doing the same thing every day. Um, and what I found that helped me a lot in building that confidence was doing exactly what I was scared of, which was trying new experiences. Um, like I said, I doubted myself a lot. I wasn't, I didn't think I was capable of doing things, but that's because I never tried. Um, and I think a lot of students can relate to that too, because when I was doing coffee chats with students as a RBC student ambassador, like a lot of students have that same concern where they felt like they weren't enough for the company. Like why, why would a company want to hire me? And it doesn't even have to be a company as well. Like if you're going from high school to university, like what value could I bring to um, university? Like why would this university want to set me out of all thousands of applicants that are applying to the university. And I always say that you're always going to be your biggest critic. I used to be my biggest critic. You start to see flaws in you that um, no one else actually picks up on it as much as you think they do. And another way that experiences can help this because um, like you doubt yourself, but these experiences help you build new skills so that you start to feel more confident and you realize that you're capable of doing stuff. But also like these experiences help you meet new people. And like I said, like you're your biggest self-critic, but other people don't judge you as hard as you judge yourself. And they might be able to like highlight and make you aware of the skills that you're, that you might not even know that you have. So mm -hmm. that's why I think it's super important to like embark on these new experiences and talk to people and like looking at skills and experiences that you're able to accumulate and not just the ones that you lack. 
um, it, you start to feel more valuable about yourself and start to doubt yourself less. And I found that I've become in a way more comfortable spot and I found stability in a different sense in that I got stability from growing from like the changes that I've experienced. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think, you know, the lessons there and the advice and the, the insights you just shared is, is fantastic. And um, yeah, so often, why do we, we are our worst critics, right? And why, why, it's almost like, why do we do it to ourselves? Right? And we think about like the worst scenario in a way bigger aspect that we do about like the best scenario or like the most common scenario. Like we think the worst scenario is like the most likely thing to happen. And, and you think that you will mess up your life from trying something, but I think it takes a lot more work to try to mess up your life than you think. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think people should just try to like go out there because I think there are way more pros than, um, the content you think will happen. Yeah, I think that's such a great lesson. And um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. It's uh, for the the listeners too. like there's some definite um, things to take away from that. And, and, you know, don't don't look to sabotage yourself, right? It's uh, exactly. if you look for that, you're gonna you're gonna find and pick at things that someone's probably not even aware of that even is there. So yeah, I, I think some really good thoughts are Julie. Thank you. Um, you know, thinking about the school side of it, and and I know we've added, you know, this question in, into the conversation too is, um, you know, you've had, you know, first of all, newcomer to Canada, the work experiences, the learning, the schooling, all these things are things that life lessons and things you learn from, uh, you know, being a part of, you know, a work experience or your school experience. But is there something that you feel you would have wished was taught in school that maybe isn't talked about enough or taught? Yeah, I actually really like this question a lot because I remember in high school, we had like a TED talk assignment where you had to pick like a topic that you're passionate about. And I, I really believe in experiential learning. And I think that it's that's the current school system lacks that a lot. Um, I feel like a lot of students can agree that the current school system is so based around examinations that students are studying specifically to try to ace exams. Like students have mastered the art of taking the test, um, mm -hmm. which is a great skill. It's a good talent, but it won't take you that far. Like after you graduate, there's a lot of other things that you have to be able to do. And um, I don't think school helps you prep for that as much, which is why I really value like experiences outside of school, such as internships. It doesn't even have to be internships because I know um, sometimes people aren't able to have access to that. It could be volunteer experiences or even case competitions that you can have at your school. It allows you to see um, how you can apply your learnings and also allows you to know what you like because when, when you're studying textbook um it's hard for you to be able to tell what you like like for example like if you're studying accounting like you, you can see like these multiple choice but do would you actually like doing the work or would you actually like doing the audit and you won't be able to know that unless you try to do it yourself um and i also think that experiences also becomes it has a longer lasting impact because if you ask me about a multiple choice question I wrote in like my last test, I would not be able to tell you, I will, I do not remember it. But if you ask me about like an experience I had during my undergrad, like for example, running an event as part of my school's DECA team, I can tell you that to the T, I can give you every detail about it. And I've learned so much from it. So I really hope that schools um, in every class, they have like a, maybe like reduce some of the class numbers and replace it with a hands-on learning aspect of it where students can actually um, try it for themselves and see that if they like it. Yeah, thank you for talking about experiential learning and bringing that up because it's so key for the future. And when we talk, you know, all these different conferences and all these conversations around the future of work, 
well, now is experiential learning and having that ability to flex those muscles and those those mindsets. And if you don't, um, if you don't, you're just you're just becoming book smart, right? And exactly. And grades are not everything. No, no. And you don't have to be the smartest person in the room, right? You can be you can bring your skills and your your human skills and your emotional intelligence and all the other things to the table and add value that way as well. Um, so yeah, thank you. That that's awesome. Um, I also like to talk always about you know we all have challenges or opportunities that became opportunities from challenges. But you know, thinking about with the audience in mind, and would you be okay to maybe share a little bit of a challenge that maybe you experienced um, and how you either overcame it or are overcoming it, and uh, and and what you learned from that? Yes, of course. So I think one of the biggest challenges that I'm still um, trying to work on is trying to face uncertainty. Um, and I think a lot of fellow new grads, or even like for um, high school students and people who are embarking on like a new journey, uncertainty is inevitable and you will see it and you will face it. Um, like even before the pandemic, like I've always stressed about what life was going to look like for me after school, because, you know, we've been a student for so long, you don't know what it's going to be like when you're no longer a student, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it took me a lot to try to overcome this and i realized that what helped me a lot was talking to people and it made me realize how normal this uncertainty was and i mean like one of the best conversations i had was actually with my rbc manager last summer where he said it best like i voiced this uh concern to him and he told me he, he asked me like how old are you and i said i was 21 at that time and then he quickly responded and said at your age i had no idea what i wanted to do either and he actually majored in broadcasting during university and it took years later for him to end up being a director in the tno side of rbc which is very different from his broadcasting major so it comforted me a lot knowing that someone i looked up to had experienced the exact same thing at my age and it's actually rare for you to be in your ideal spot immediately after you graduate you know i think there's a really big misconception uh, where students think that if something doesn't go as planned, it's automatically labeled as a step back. Um, and like I mentioned before, it takes a lot more for you to mess up and regress in your life than you think. I think diverges are more common. And a lot of the time we do diverge off of our path, the perfect path that we envision in our heads. And that's just because of outside uncertainty that you cannot control. Um, but that doesn't necessarily equate to a step back. You know, like, for example, you may have taken on a different job than you may have wanted and the job roles are different. Um, but it could still be an amazing learning experience for you. You can learn soft skills that are transferable um, in that different job opportunity. And it, it actually can be applied to not, not only other jobs as well, but literally in any aspect of your life. So it's actually a step forward and it's not a step back as you, people obviously like, commonly think it is. So just embracing what you got and try, stop trying to eliminate the uncertainty because you'll spend a lot of time trying to minimize the uncertainty, which will never happen because it's impossible to do. Yeah, it's not real world, right? It's, uh, and I'm so glad you brought that up because it's like embrace the uncertainty. And I often share quite a bit when I talk to students at coffee chats like this is go off roading. Like who, what, why can't you go off roading? It's fun, right? Like think of your right. career as a different, experience like people even ask me and I say I don't even know like I've had so many careers I don't know if I'm done like I don't know exactly and when I had that conversation with my manager too I honestly thought he was so cool like um before everyone would think like the ideal path is to find your right job and then stay in it for the rest of your life which is so 
um uncommon yeah my manager told me he had like four different jobs after he graduated he was um doing broadcasting he actually interviewed stephen harper which was really cool and then he was yeah then he was um a manager at like the keg and like different restaurants and then he got into rbc like it's so cool because you live like different lives and i honestly think that's way cooler than actually just like following one simple path i think we need to talk more about that um out loud right because it's it's when you hear it and you're like oh okay i'm focusing on the wrong thing right i'm worrying about the wrong thing when it's about the journey it's about the path it's about like it's about going exactly. off roading right there's just way too many different experiences in life for you to just stick to one absolutely absolutely some really good good insights and and, and um ideas there um you know one of the things we're shifting to a lot and i'm seeing in the ecosystem of you know post-academic and things like that is focusing more on values and skills and less on credentials and grades which you articulated a bit earlier too is you know how like i tell students i'm like stop stop focusing on what you do and when i ask you who you are don't lead with you know i'm a student here i do this job that that's what you do if you think about your values and and some of the skills that have enabled you so far to pursue your dreams how would you describe those values and the skills and how they helped you in, um, in pursuing those dreams? Yes, that's very true. Values are really important. I feel like it helps shape a person. And I think uh, my values has definitely shaped who I was. I think one of my biggest value would have to be diversity. Like I value diversity a lot, not just cultural diversity. And like, like again, with my parents come here and I feel like they bring a lot of value. Um, but just diversity and ideas and personalities as well. I think that's super under underrated and trying to have conversations with different people who are very different from you. Like I'm a mm-hmm. big believer in that you can learn a, com- a lot from a conversation with someone and you can learn actually more com- um, more from someone who's different from you than someone who's similar to you because you get to see what their experiences are that you've never experienced personally in your life. And um, even though it's very different from mine, it helps me grow personally because you get to see like different avenues of thinking and a different way of thinking that you've never thought of before and it helps you stay like not narrow-minded in your way of thinking um you start to see different perspectives which is what i think has helped me a lot because different perspectives is really important when you're making any decision in life no matter how to do a job or just um in any other aspect of life which is why i think diversity is super important it has helped me a lot in making decisions and um making me be confident and what i'm choosing to do yeah diversity of thought is huge um it's something we don't talk enough about as well and the idea of sitting around with a table with everyone that thinks like you like how boring is that um right and not stimulating for thought and um you know we i even talk about this often from a recruiting perspective we talk and i try to share this with other organizations i was just like you know look for cultural ad not cultural fit because you want people that are going to be you know, adding to the experience of your organization and adding to your teams. And, and that comes with cult that comes with diversity of thought as well. So thank you for getting that. That's a really super important, um, concept. And those teams become really high performing because they respect each other for their differences. Exactly. Like one of the best teams I ever worked on, and I still uh, remember this team to this day, even though it's been like four years was in my high school team. I joined a robotics team and I'm a business student. So. I really didn't want to join the team at first when they told me about the robotics team because I know nothing about robots whatsoever. And I didn't think that I would be of much help and it would be of much help for me either. But it was 
to this day, one of the best teams I ever worked on because we had different teams. We had like the coding team. Uh, we had the build team where they care more about like the physical aspects of the robot. And then there was the design team, which is the marketing team. And then my team, which is the business team. Like we were the most diverse team I've ever been a part of for uh, considering extracurriculars. And I've learned mm -hmm. so much from it. And it's actually had the most enjoyable conversations because you're talking about things that you never thought you would talk about like a robot. Totally. That is, that's a cool example. There you go. Right. And you thought, why am I going into this? What, what am I going to do? And look at the experiences you came from it. Yeah. And I still remember it to this day. Right. Vivid, vivid thought there. Wow. This has been such an amazing conversation and um, so much insights and so many thoughts that you shared. Um, you know, I, I could go on and talk with you for, for hours, but as we're kind of starting to um, wrap up and thinking about um, closing out this podcast, I just wondered if you had any final words of advice or thoughts that you might want to leave the, the audience with or the listeners with today. Mm -hmm. So I know this is a really common theme because I've been listening to the podcast and I and it just shows that this advice really does work and it really does help a lot, but go out and meet people and try new things. I guarantee you it will help a lot. You know, I used to be someone who was super shy and introverted and I honestly still an introvert and I would hear people give this advice and say that they're an introvert themselves, but then I would doubt them and be like, you're probably not as introverted as me or you probably aren't as shy as me, like you won't know. Um, like I won't experience the same thing as you, but it really does help. It really does help no matter who you are like experiencing new things will help you grow and um it will open your eyes to like different things that you never thought you could do so please try to go outside and uh do different things because i promise you the rewards will come quicker than you think and um it will benefit anyone no matter who you are some of the best advice i've heard today let me tell you is some great advice you're right push yourself get out there meet people go for it um well, Julie, it's been such a pleasure and um, thank you so much for for joining me and, and being willing to be a guest on the show. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. I, I hope I was able to bring different insights um, on this podcast and I'm excited to listen to the rest of the podcast. I know this has been really helpful for everyone. Oh, thanks, Julie. I really appreciate it. So for the listeners, if you like what you heard today, please share this podcast with your network. Just to continue to tune in on Thursdays now for more upcoming episodes. This has been Coffee with Convery, and until next time, please stay well. Thank you.